I think that's being successful also can just be being happy, man. You can be happy with what you got right now. You don't have Praise to go God. out and do much. You don't have to go out and, you know, strive to be the greatest, the richest, man. Being rich is being happy at home, being happy at the heart, you know, and, you know, just trying to be happy on the day to day. That's it. I'm just trying to be happy. Yo, man. That's how it is. You know, that's too bombs, crazy, man. You know what I'm saying? What's going on, y'all? It's Coach Wilson once again. We are back. This is the Be Easy Show, bringing topics to the episode, helping you live your life easy. That's the plan and the mission of the podcast. Whatever platform that you're listening to this on, whether it be YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you can like, comment, subscribe, leave us a five-star rating. Do not forget to share it with somebody because the sport is gladly appreciated. So once again, like I said, I'm Coach Willis, as always, man, we got the finalizer on this joint with us. And this week, as you can see, we got Scotty with us. What's going on, guys? Man, episode 100, man, 100. Oh, man, y'all didn't tell me the big 100. 100, man. Golly, 100. Yeah, Scotty, you got on the hundo piece, man. The big 100, man. 100. Y'all didn't want to get to that. All right, let's man. do it then. Let's do it. He's the only one that really remembers the numbers. 100. All right, man. 100%. That is crazy, man. Mm. Make a brother want to cry. Make a brother want to cry. Go ahead, brother. Cry for us. Not right now. I, I have been doing a lot of crying here lately, man. It's been hard on the brother. But we'll get into that later. Scotty, how's life been treating you, man? Man, life is good, man. I can I could complain, but honestly, it wouldn't help, man. We're, I'm grateful, you know. Grateful to be here. And, you know, life is well. Yeah. Life is well, man. How's marriage treating you, man? It's a challenge. It's a yeah. daily challenge, but it's rewarding, though. You know, following through the challenge... You know, working through your problems with your partner, and you know it's amazing. So I'm blessed for sure. I hate to go so far into it, man, but like we're gonna just jump right in. But what what is challenging about it, man? Man, challenging, challenging is about the marriage. You know, speak up. Challenging is levels was high down there low. Like, where, you were yelling. You were yelling. I'm not here. You were yelling. I was excited, but you know now we're talking about love. You I know get what it. Now I, I get it. You trying to be more tender? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That's but, cool. Yeah, man. That's, That's right, man. That. Tinder. That's what it is, man. Yeah. Each individual, you know, you have to meet their needs in different ways, you know. Everyone don't think of uh, different problems. They don't get to the same solutions the same way. So it's a collaborative effort between two individuals, you know. And uh, it's just challenging, you know, different aspects. Everyone's raised different. Everyone sees things through different perspectives. So just working through that, but it's rewarding, though. Yeah. Especially when you can, you know, come to the conclusion and everyone's on the same page. So, hundred percent, man. Shout out to love, man. So, what's going on with you, man? You hooked one in the mouth, man. I was hoping that you did, man. Oh, <laughs> I got another one that got on the hook, bro. Got right off. Yeah, you know. I didn't. The only way to catch one is that I'm starting to water. not believe these YouTubers no more, man. <laughs> Cause it's bro, all cap. they just throw a bottle cap out there. Yeah. <laughs> it's on. Like, bro, they put anything on their hook and fish just be biting it. They cap it, man. I don't. They cap it. I don't get it. That fish was already on the line. I feel like maybe when I'm older, because there always be some old heads they'll catch yeah. something. But bro, got skunked this weekend. I've been going fishing every weekend. Nothing. Mm. Nothing. Pops be just pulling them out the it's water. It's got to give, man. Something's got to give. Is it the man? location? No, I feel like it's the fish that I'm fishing for. Mm. Crappie are a little more picky. Okay. Like, I feel like if I was catfishing, I'd be pulling them out easy. No problem. I know how to catch catfish. But crappie, I've never been good at just catching them before. Right. So you do you fish. 
No, have you ever fished before? I have fished before, uh, but you know, not too often though. I'm not gonna lie, very beginner. So whatever you guys are at, you guys are definitely above me. Just put we me a little bit far. below. Oh, okay. okay. He's far. not that far. I know how to fish. So speak, I'm just getting skunked. Speak for yourself. Okay, okay. Are you trying to say like our levels are different or not? Boy, if you don't get boy, if you don't, I hope that was that one, man. But is that why you were fishing? Your cork was upside down. Hey, is that why you've been getting skunked since like last we both year? Getting skunked. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we both I'm just saying. I'm not saying that. I'm, I, I'm just I'm saying. Doing, I'm doing. But now, like that's that's my thing though. I don't fish for catfish and crappie. I fish for bass. We were fishing for crappie too. We were. We didn't catch nothing. But like I've had more success with bass. I've had way more success. That's with, true. Like fishing with bass. That's man. true. I've and never that, really fished for bass. And that comes from. You ain't got no, you ain't got no bobber out there. You know what I'm saying? You just, that's just me. But I, you know, you know, I ain't got a, I got a lot. Of, like I got things to learn. Oh man, but but, but I, I'm not but, on but level. for you to be here and be like, you know, what I'm saying like I'm supreme. I'm like, better, I'm a better fisherman than you though. Here we go, man. Here we go. I am. You got it, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't even like I this. Can't even, you see how he hype. just. I don't know, man. He, he stabs you, and then he's like, "Hey, man, why are you tripping? You know I just punched you in the face, man. Why are you tripping? I just, I just want to know. I, I, I just what I, what I was saying. All right, you know, all right, how about this? This is where you at, and like I'm right here. That may be too much, but come um, on now. If you wanna, if you wanna feel like just because you probably go more than me, but if no, you, no, I'm talking about just if, like if you I go fish, more I than fish me, more than you. It, but if you go and you're not catching nothing, but I fished more. Yeah, than that's you. just no different than me not going at all because I didn't catch nothing either this weekend. I fish more than you though. That's all I'm saying. I have more experience fishing. Let's put it that way. But once again, that's a different going, way. But if you're going and you're not catching anything, that's no different than me staying in the house and not going at all. That's totally different. So you're saying it's about the catch that it's oh, the it's, experience. It's all about, why are we out there? You ain't experiencing nothing if you ain't catching nothing. Is you know what, what I'm you're saying? saying? Like, bro, if I want to go see God's country, I'll go for a hike. You know what I'm saying? But like, I'm out there to catch something. Okay. So that that's where it's coming from. That's fair. What's working? What's not working? Okay, let's just put it and in. Obviously, everything what you're doing ain't working. Okay, right now. in the adulthood. Okay, you, we are even. Until we start catching more, I start out fishing. Then, then, we, then we can get there. All right, cool. See, this is middle ground. This is where we need to be. Whatever. I'm just saying. Like, I, I'll catch a fish before you do. I mean, it don't have to be a race. It's really at the end who's got the most. You know, and the most prized fish. And that's what it all come down to. But we fishing for two different two different things though. It don't matter. I'm be catfishing. That's pretty much it. You can be bass fishing. What you mean? I mean, I mean, we do both. You know what I'm saying? I really do want to catch that 10-pounder. A bass? I want to pull him out. Would you put it back, though? More than likely, yeah. That's something I'm That's ideal. Nah, you got to put those big ones back, up. bro. Yeah, you got to pass the opportunity to the next one, man. You got to. Plus, those are the only ones that's going to be breeding for real. Yeah, I know, but... It depends on how I'm feeling that day. If, if, it, if, it's, if it's been a long, like hey, a long stretch of the iron pool, and he the first one, uh, I feel sorry for you, man. But you're done, so you're not going home and being aching, but you might get go home and might get hung up. What? Yeah. You would hang up a fish before you eat it? A bass, yes. That's disrespectful. A bass, yes. That's disrespectful. Definitely a bass, yes. Wow. A catfish, I would eat them before I hang them up. But a bass, yeah, you can hung up. Yeah. Where do you even take that? I don't know. They got spots. We'll figure it out when I catch a 10 pounder. I'll let you know. Anyway, fact, I'll just show Cross it to that you. bridge when you get there, ass. Yeah, that's all you can do. That's fair. You know, that's for another day, man. 
But um, that's for me. It might not be that long, but you know what I'm saying. Anyway, but week's been good. That's good, man. That's good. Watching fights. Man, we were talking about it before. I'll keep it brief because it's, it's Scotty's day, hunted. But the fights was top tier. Like one of the best fights of the year so far. Plus Izzy won. I was one Izzy to win. I was, I'm not going to lie. I wasn't sure if he was going to be able to do it, but I really wanted him to win. Because when you when a dude beats you three times in a row, you kind of like, oh, yeah. you don't know. It's hard to go against history, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Three in but a row. It's a done deal now. In the so UFC, you don't think no rematch? No. None? No. Whatsoever? And if they do rematch, Izzy going. win. Okay. I don't know, man. Because those first three, Izzy almost beat him in all three. Yeah. And then he this fourth one, he knocks him out. But I'll never doubt Izzy again. My bad. He can't, man. He's a champ. Can't doubt the champ. Alex is a champ, too. He was, He's yeah. a champ, but hey. Fair, fair. It's a, it's a different day. But 100%. Yeah. I get that. I ain't got much to put in on that one. Damn, I just, I just like UFC. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just got into UFC. Not your expertise. And then, you know what I'm saying? Then they said I had to do the pay-per-view. I said, man, what? Oh, yeah. Count me out. I yeah, saw the clips, was, man. I saw the clips. Yeah, that was that was Looked nice. I, I don't pay for every one, but if it's gonna be a big one, I, I oh yeah, it. that's a big one for sure. What what do I what do I have the ESPN Plus for then? Like, what's you can watch the early prelims and you can watch fight nights. Hmm. So only the main events, like UFC events, is like the numbered ones. You have to pay for those. But like regular old fight nights in Vegas, those are free if you got ESPN Plus. So ESPN's Plus is, I mean, it's worth it. Bro, you watch sports yeah. more than me, so it's worth it for you. Well, I have been. Plus, you don't, even, you don't even pay for it. Hey, man. Hey. Hey, hey man. We talked about it last <laughs> week. Hey, hey, man. I mean, hey, we already talked about it. That sounds like a nice little setup to me. I ain't got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching the clips on, on Instagram and Twitter, so I mean, y'all really got me beat. Oh, man. Yeah, man. Shout out to the family coming through. That that Disney uh, bundle. Man. That's a solid little deal. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. I'm about to catch up on Mando, man. Who? Mando, Mandalorian. Mm. What yeah. is that? Oh, never mind, never mind. That show was great, man. Star Wars, man. But um, my week has been tough, man. Let me just say that real. I'm gonna keep it brief, man. Um, my brother cried several times this week, man. It was tough. Like from stress? Nah, bro. Not even that. Like, um, I gotta say this, man. I was, I. Well, then we gonna get back to what we gonna get to, but um, that Tennessee three, man. Stuff that went down in Tennessee, man, and um, those two representatives that got kicked out, mm-hmm. that stuff was hard, bro. Like I, that's how I first got onto it. Um, Justin Pearson, Justin Jones, and I forget the lady's name, but Representative Georgia, I think that's her name. But um, yeah, them two losing their job like that, bro, fighting for those um for the gun reforms in Tennessee, and I'm not, you know, what I'm saying whatever side was right, I'm not for all that, but like. You know, you got these kids stepping out of school to try to, like, you know, kids is losing their life, bro. And I just, like, feel, because I remember you and EJ had talked about it, and I didn't know much about it at that time, so I didn't say much. And then, I don't know, what was it, Tuesday, I think it was? It was on social media, just fell into a crazy rabbit hole yeah. about it. But the thing is, bro, it's been a week since we recorded, and it was another mass shooting today. Yeah, I know. I know it don't stop. Today. And that's the crazy thing about it. Is so that, it was, like, that, once a week. That's what brought me to tears, bro, was the fact that I was like, bro, ain't nobody coming to, like, to help us out here. You know what I'm saying? Nobody coming to help you. At all. And um, that's what had got me was like, Tennessee was like flat out, bro. Y'all like, y'all out. You know what I'm saying? We're kicking y'all out. We don't care what y'all trying to do. We're trying to do this gun reform. Y'all can lose your job or all that. And they ain't done nothing. Ain't done nothing. Nothing. Just you know trying to be an advocate. You yeah. Know? 
and they ain't think, done nothing to, to make it safer for the kids to go to school. Um, but what really hit me, bro, was that the kids that some of the kids that lost their lives was nine years old, bro. Like I was telling Scotty, bro, it's like my students is nine and ten years old. Yeah. And I was like, bro, I couldn't even imagine if somebody just came up in the school, you know what I'm saying, with an AR and just was going crazy. Yeah. You know, and I got to protect 21 kids now. And it's like, it was just, just a lot to think about. I was like, man, this is wild. You know what I'm saying? They're not, they not coming out here. To, ain't nobody coming out here to help you. But even, ten- even still, the Tennessee situation, we're bumming people out right now. But it's re- it's reality though. Yeah, the it Tennessee is. situation was better than the Uvalde situation. Yeah, where over twenty kids lost their lives. That's true. And the police officers didn't do a thing. At the very least, in Tennessee, the police officers showed up and executed what they were supposed to oh, do. Oh yeah, yeah. It was just protect and serve. A clear so difference it in been the worse. response. It could have sure. been worse for sure. I, like I get all that, bro. A hundred percent. And it's crazy we have to like pick our poisons. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Was, he was like one of the representatives, like um, I think it was Justin Jones. I think on his last piece, he was like, um, you know, don't just look at this like it's just Tennessee and that's it. He was like, no different than they not coming to help in this state. He was like, just think about how it's gonna be in your state. Mm-hmm. You know, Oklahoma, like we real red, red, like real red here. And I'm like, you know, same thing. You know these Oklahomans, bro. You know what I'm saying? They like their guns. And but I'm, do you what do you do you think getting rid of the guns? I don't know what's fixes? the best option, bro. I'm gonna tell you that 100. percent I don't know what's the best option. Is it getting rid of the guns? Is it putting more security in the school? Is it training kids? Like, bro, I don't know. 100. percent I don't know. So that's what I'm saying. I feel for like the people in those positions because it's a lot. Yeah. Especially when you get NRA money, it's it's even harder at that point. But I don't know. But I know, like, bro, it was hard for me to sit there and watch that and just think about, like, I'm up here to try to help y'all just, like, to learn this information and just to make sure, you know what I'm saying, y'all best prepared moving forward. But, like, now we having to run through certain things to make sure that y'all just safe going to school. Like. Which shouldn't even be on their mind. Which shouldn't even be on your mind, especially at nine years old. So, you know what I'm saying, that was hard, man. You know, um, rest in peace to the, the victims, man, and, like, their families, prayers to them. But yeah, that was that was tough. That was like the hardest thing in my week, man. It just made it full circle, man. You know, like can't have my faith in school system, can't have my faith in government, can't have my faith in money, can't have my faith in none of this, man. God is the answer. That was my week. I'm leaving it at that. Your levels are great. I appreciate that, man. God is the answer. <laughs> um, but you know what I'm saying? But, like, let's get to it, man. Drop a bomb. Yeah, like I said, we got Scotty over here. Give us, man. For the hundo piece. Scotty, we got some things that people want to know, man. People want to know, man. Um, You know, we did introduce marriage to you, but, Scotty, I feel like, um, I feel like, man, you had a vast change, bro, from what I'd known you as in high school and everything. Mm-hmm. And you was already, like, you know what I'm saying, I think driven, bro, but I don't know what it was, but I think, like, right when we got into, like, Rose State, bro, like your intensity and your focus level just went to like a whole nother level. I feel like especially once you knew like, bro, this this nursing is the way that I want to go. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This is what I want to do. And then you just got 100% dialed in on that. Like, what was the change to know? Like, for one, how did you pick it? And then how did you know like this is the route that I want to go? Yeah, it's a good question. So as far as picking nursing, I didn't really have a lot of people in my family that was nurses. A lot of people that I work with, 
you know, they say, oh, you know, my mom or my aunt, brother, sister, etc. You know, we come from a background of nurses. And so I would like to piggyback off my family, you know. Mm. Well, I really can't relate to that. When I was looking at it, my first semester when I went to Rose State, I was actually thinking about doing finance. I was thinking, well, I'll learn about money. You know, I'll always, you know, be in a better position the more I know about it and I know how to better utilize it. And I was thinking, well, I want a stable job. I want a respectable job. And I want a job that I know That's is always so going to be. That's so important that people don't consider no more. Yeah, I was going to yeah. Res- Respectable is, yeah, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, I want to be able to be proud of my work mm-hmm. and have purpose. And so it's like, well, you know, nursing is always going to be there. A lot of baby boomers are retiring, getting older. You know, you got to think y'all about it. money now, man. Golly, we've been talking about y'all for like eight episodes <laughs> now, man. Man. Hey, baby boomers. Keep going. Tearing that stuff up. <laughs> for sure. On their way out. So it's like, you know, I think that's a good good aspect. So I started looking into it and I ended going down the rabbit hole. And I was like, you know what? That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to commit to it. So I committed to it. And it's been a good decision ever since I did it. And so mm-hmm. I'm definitely glad I did it. But that switch, man, from high school to college, it's a big jump. You know, high school, it gives you structure. They tell you what to do, when to do it. You got periods, you got lunch, et cetera, et cetera. If you don't go, they're going to come knocking on your door. Why are you not in school? They're going to find your parents, et cetera, all that. College, you got that flexibility. And I just kind of took it up into my own hands and wanted to establish a good foundation. And, you know, had aspirations, man, just kind of kicked in. And, you know, it's been carrying me since, so. Yeah, man. Bro, like, what do you think, like, made you think, like, bro, I'm a, I want to have a more secure job. Did you grow up with individuals around you that had secure jobs, or did you grow up with people that didn't, like, they was off and on, bouncing from job to job, and, you know what I'm saying, they was chasing different things in life? I say both. I've, I've had the experience of both between just my parents and then my grandparents. So, you know, I, I come from a background not so privileged, and my parents, you know, they kind of bounce job to job. They didn't necessarily have the stable and security, you know, to have that job always there for them. Versus my grandpa is in the military, retired military, then went to the post office, retired to the post office. So, uh, and just seeing how their lives panned out for them, my grandpa was able to provide for us and have a lot of the things that my parents didn't have. And so I was like, well, you know, going down that route, I'm like, well, what's the differentiating factor between the two? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. Well, let me make sure I'm on the right side of that. And so that's kind of the process behind that. So what you saying that your grandpa coming from the military, was that ever an option for you? I've thought about it. I was like, what well, branch particularly? Definitely Air Force. Okay. Uh, so my grandpa is in the Air Force, uh, retired there. And um, I, I definitely don't want to be on the front lines. I'm trying to, you know, think more from a critical thinking perspective and help operations so before i even thought healthcare i'm like well what would i even do in the air force I, to this day i still don't know you know i try to see what areas i could excel in doing the asvab testing but i never got down too far down that rabbit hole to pick a career but i've always considered it just because you know uh, i've had family that been in the military you know my dad and my grandpa and so thought about it wanted the stable secure and it's like you know the military is always going to be here in the united states so that's one thing they'll never take away Mm-hmm. I thought about it. Okay. That's just something curious because especially when you said it, once you said just what you said, like your pops is in it, 
like it starts to come down. That's how they pretty much get you. It's like yeah. it just comes down in a lineage like over and over and over again. Plus they could pay for your school, which is like a, a realistic option. You mm-hmm. do your time, go to Tinker, travel, and then you get out, do whatever you want to do. School pay for. Okay. I never saw you at Rose, so I didn't know if what you were doing. And it wasn't until like a few years ago, oh, you want to be a nurse? That's dope. Because that's not something that none of us were just exposed to. Oh, not at all. Did not you ever? So did you ever try it at like the Votech? Because they had a nursing program. They did. No, I never thought of it in high school. So that, that thought of nursing never dawned on me until Rose State. And um, I had a couple of friends that went to Votech for different trades, but always knew I wanted to do higher education. So instead of divulging in Votech and high school, I just, yeah, I'll wait and, you know, just lean my plan more towards higher education, you know, and go the college route, even though I didn't know at the time what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But you already knew you wanted to go to college, though. Oh, yeah. That was already a given. College was always a given. You know, my, my parents, they didn't go to college. None of my siblings graduated from college. And I knew if I wanted to further myself, definitely equip my, you know, myself with some skills, network, and you know, get connected mm-hmm. and go that route. That way I can set myself up for success. Bro, is this drive Options. is this drive coming from proving others wrong or trying to prove yourself right? Uh mm, that's a good question. I think it kind of boils down to proving myself right. Mm-hmm. You know, I just uh I have the aspirations and I want to do things for my family that necessarily hasn't been done, mm-hmm. you know, in two generations. And so just kind of aspiring that and wanting to achieve that not necessarily someone telling me i can't do it just yeah. showing myself that i can do it yeah. but i don't think it's not even that somebody was telling you that you can't do it it was the simple fact that nobody around you is doing it you know what i'm saying so it's like i'm trying to prove to y'all that we can do better you know what i'm saying or i can do better because i don't want to you know what I'm saying go down the same routes that y'all went down you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying so i'm trying to like prove y'all wrong involuntarily you know, like, now I asked because, you know what I'm saying, I talked to, to Zala about this. It was in a, um, a book I was reading, bro, and it was about, like, mental health. Say the book. Uh, the Deepest Well. The um, the Deepest Well by, I can't remember the lady's name. It's, like, right there at the top. Deepest Well. Uh, y- y'all got it. They got know, it. They, you know what I'm saying? But um, it's talking about, like, um, dealing with, like, things early on in life so that when you get older, bro, you don't have problems. So there's one dude, man. That's what they always try to tell us, but yeah, we never really want to do it early, man. And it's it's hard because at, especially when you in it at that moment, it's so hard because I'm in it right now, bro. And then even when like I especially first come you feel out like of it, already got this. Yeah, you don't like, know. I'm handling it. You know what I'm saying? I've been handling this for a minute. You just now trying to come and help. Yeah. Or like the other side is like, bro, I just came out of this. I don't want to relive that. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna brush it off, push it under the rug, and we just gonna keep it pushing. But like this one dude, bro, like I told you, he was like in like his mid forties, early fifties, and he exercised several times out the week. They ate healthy, like ate good. Had a wife, had a few kids, had a good job, stable job, nice income, bro. But he came from like, like low income, you know what I'm saying? Like a split house, you know what I'm saying? Like his parents, like unstable with jobs and everything. He gets older, bro, and he's doing all the things that he's doing so he doesn't have to relive his childhood. He just wakes up one day and like I think it was his mid mid forties or whatever, and has a heart attack. And the doctors couldn't understand it. 
they was like in the hospital, like, bro, like he's healthy. Mm-hmm. Blood levels is good. Everything is straight. What happened? And after that, he went to go see a therapist and, you know, saying so they got to talking through it and everything. And that's when it all came back to him. Like, bro, I've been doing everything I've been doing, even though like I've, I've been in shape, but I've been in shape because my family wasn't healthy. You know what I'm saying? I've been keeping my job, going to work on time, staying late and everything because my parents never had a stable job. I've been trying to give all my time to my wife and my kids because my parents didn't do that. So that's what I'm saying. He was he was working so hard to try to prove others wrong, even though nobody was saying that you can't do this. It's just a simple fact that I never saw this and I'm trying to prove to y'all that we can do this. Mm-hmm. Instead of just trying to prove yourself right, like I'm going to just try to be the best I can just for me. You know what I'm saying? That's ties to my job, my wife, my family, you know, say my health, all that. But I'm just trying to be the best me for me, not for anybody else. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I ask is that we not chasing to try to prove others wrong. You know what I'm saying? You done? That's what I got, man. No, like. I'm, I'm trying to be short. I'm trying to be short. I wasn't going to interrupt you. I'm trying to be short. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't going to interrupt you. Yeah. That's what I got, man. So that, that's why I asked the question. You know what I'm saying? Are you trying to prove others wrong or are you trying to prove yourself right? No, I think I'm still trying to prove myself right, but mm-hmm. also in the fact I'm trying to show the people that I grew up with that there is a different way. You yeah. know, you can challenge yourself. You can go on and do, uh, you know, different things or different aspirations. Even if you don't have family or friends showing you that way, you can just mm-hmm. think it's endless opportunities out here. And so just get creative, you know, think of mm-hmm. something, you know, challenge yourself, get uncomfortable. We get so compliant with being comfortable. You know, we don't try new things necessarily. And yeah. so... You know, that's what I would say. I'm still just trying to prove myself right because I've tasked myself with those challenges. But also I am trying to show others that there is a way and, yeah. you know, prove them not uh, prove them that the possibility is there for sure. Mm-hmm. But what pulled you out of your comfort zone here like in like school? Was that like college was pulling you out of your comfort zone or nursing or like what was pulling you out of your comfort zone that made you stretch and become better? Yeah, um, I, it's just the internal drive, man. Like just not wanting to repeat the same things that I've seen in my childhood, and mm-hmm. so I had those motivating factors, and just refusing to be complacent in that, mm-hmm. being the the one that breaks that generational um, consistency that's going on. So yeah. I just kind of flipped the switch in college, and it's like I'm gonna just get to it. I'm gonna just work hard. I have this time here in my young twenties. I'm going to just dedicate that to bettering myself, to put myself ahead. That way I don't have to work so hard later in life. And, you know, that was kind of my mindset and my thought process throughout that. Was it tough giving up those devices, though, man? Not being able to, like, party, blow yeah. it off, and live that type of lifestyle early on? Uh, it, I, it wasn't too tough for me. I mean, it. I had my experiences. I went through a phase, you know. Wanted to have fun, wanted to connect with other people, you know, have a lot of fun with friends, do different activities, parties. But it wasn't necessarily challenged because I always been focused that, you know, I'm just going to get it. You know, I don't value the complacency and those vices, Mm -hmm. you know, over my dreams and, you know, my motivation. And uh, that's just the way I've thought about it. So it never really was too challenging to me. Now, the challenging part is staying consistent in that pursuit of, you know, those dreams and aspirations. Cause there's times, you know, nursing school, there's times, you know, when you're searching for a job, so on and so forth, where it's just like, man, this is hard. Did I do the right thing? Did I you know, make the right decision? 
or should I maybe, you know, pursue a different avenue and just sticking through it. And so it's working out so far, you know. I'm not where I want to be by all means, yeah. but we're getting there, you know, slow and mm -hmm. steady. Did that come from, like, having to trust yourself? Yeah, trust is a big thing. You know, trust yourself, trust your, you know, your mind that you're going to make the right decisions. And even when you don't, sometimes, you know, just try to see it through. Okay, how can you make the best of it? You don't make the right decision. Maybe you could have saved some time. Maybe you could have took those prerequisites in high school and knocked some course loads out. You didn't do none of that? No, I didn't do none of that. Yeah. I was too busy having fun in high school, doing my sports. But just trust the process and you'll get there. For sure. I cannot agree more. Well, let's talk about this, man. You know, we, we brought up a brief thing about the love, man, and everything. So what made you finally decide, you know what I'm saying, at a at the age you was at, like, bro, I'm going I'm to go get married in my early 20s? Early 20s. Man, well, I say it's a blessing for sure. Uh, it definitely would. It's not by myself. It's definitely a decision me and my partner, we both went through and, you know, it's finding the right one and all the situation. You're not always going to be at the right time. It's not always going to be the right situation, you know, different priorities, different phases in life. But, you know, you just work through with your partner and, you know, come together. If you guys have common goals, you guys have commonalities, you guys love each other and respect each other and accept the fact that, you know, we have our faults. That was a big thing. Mm -hmm. We have our faults, and if you're not willing to accept that, then it's just never going to work. And so just being patient and accepting that, I feel like that that helped a lot. And it took a while to come to realization. You know, we went through uh, phases early in dating, dating <clears throat> where, you know, we have we see our differences. Yeah. We all know we're different. Me, I mean, us three right here, we all, yeah. we all have our differences, but... You don't realize that until a problem arises. And so working through those problems early in our relationship definitely uh, kind of excelled that process. And we really grew our trust. And that helped a lot, especially at that young age. Do you feel like you was ready for marriage? When you, when you first, like, when you first decided to say, you know, let's get married. Do you feel like you was ready for that? That's a good question. Um, ready for marriage. I feel like we're never truly 100% ready for marriage until you get into it. And looking back on it, I feel like, yeah, I was ready for marriage because it's treated me well. And I feel like it was a good decision when we did it. But in the moment, uh, you think like, man, am I ready for marriage? Am mm -hmm. I ready for this? Is Would it be better to wait? Would it be, be better to get more established? Would it be better to wait till I'm out of school and wait till I have a house or a constant income? You kind of think of all those things. And when you create that doubt, you create that narrative that, well, you know, maybe I'm not ready. Yeah. And so balancing that, you know, there's definitely some doubts, but looking back, I feel like I was ready when I did it. Mm -hmm. For sure. That's what's up, bro. That's what's up, man. Drop a bomb on that for you. I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? I get it. I'm not like afraid of commitment because in my mind, if I'm in a committed relationship, it's not that 
foreign to be like, okay, let's go ahead and lock it down because I'm not looking for nobody else mm-hmm. at the end of the day. So in my mind, we going to the grave either way, so it don't matter. So it would make sense to me to lock it down. Mm-hmm. But still, I'm in the mindset of I would be wanting to make sure everything is right and in order. And I get that not everything is going to be perfect. But to me, I do get kind of in my head like, okay, I got to make sure this is right, this is right. For me, you didn't. Did you wait for like the school to be over? Uh, for no. you at least? No. Uh, so me and my wife, we were still in school when I got married. However, my main concern is kind of like you. I wanted to wait till I was after school. My partner, uh, my wife, she said, "Well, you know, I don't. It's not going to be right. We you keep waiting for that school to be over, then you're going to wait for your career to be settled, then you're going to wait for your house to be bought, and then how long is all that going to take? We're going to postpone all of that." And so that's a good point. Compromise. Yeah. It was coming at a compromise. For? But I will say, I did delay a little. <laughs> what are we, you know what I'm saying? Like, what are we waiting for? I wasn't the first one to jump in it, though. When the when the idea was brought upon us, you know, I, I had concerns. Just like, so it was, it was outside? It wasn't y'all two? It was Who us brought two. it up? She brought it up. Okay. Yeah, she brought was it up. was like a year in, two years in? What is it? So this was after years in our relationship. We had been dating what are we waiting for years. For? I mean, at that point, we were dating for three years. and What are we waiting for? You know, and it's just not all going to be perfect. But I understand the perspective that, you know, when to have yourself situated that way, you can set up it in the most advantageous way that, in your mind. But that might not always be the thing. That's you know? a good point. Delaying may, may, may cause more tension. It may cause more di- divide, you know. It could signal other things. Or maybe your partner may perceive that a different way. So... I don't know. You got to look at it from both perspectives, especially if you guys differ on their perspective. Because we did, we came together, and you know we made that decision. But I understand what you're saying, man. That's where I was. That's 100. percent That's what I'm talking about, bro. Like, what? We, like, what? I was telling it to Scotty too, because like I remember Scotty talking to me about the stuff he was talking about, like right when I was about to get married. And I was looking at Scotty because like Scotty was on a different level than what I was on. You know what I'm saying? Like where he was with his girl at the time. So I'm looking at Scotty like, bro, what are we waiting for? You know what I'm saying? But the reason why I say that is not because like I'm completely on her side. You know what I'm saying? Like I understand where you was coming from too. Um, Cause my thing was also, it was kind of like pressed on me too. And that's how I know like, you got to start telling people like, bro, what are we waiting for? Pressed on you how? Clean it up. Um, Like my in-laws, you know what I'm saying? My in-laws, church, um, even even my family though too, you know what I'm saying? Like especially because you know my moms, my pops, they was really like, bro, what, what are we doing? Because like you getting a little too comfortable at the house, bro. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, leave, bro. <laughs> Get out of here, man. Like do something. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I remember my mama. She used to hint at me like, you know, uh, she's like, you know, Mariah's a, a really good girl. I like Mariah for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, why don't y'all, you know, take this to the next level? You and her. And get her to get out of here. Slap, mm-hmm. slap you on the back. Like, why don't y'all do this? Get out of here. She man. give you that extra motivation. Yeah. Oh, but then I remember her Mariah's parents too was the same thing. Like, bro, so you just dating our daughter just to just to date her? Like, figure it out, bro. What are you doing? In-laws, man. Yeah. You have a different perspective than me. I had I didn't have to really worry about that different component. So uh, our situation yeah. was a little different there. Yeah. So that's another perspective. I don't know that you may or may not have to deal with. Yeah. 
So nah, I don't have those kind of problems. Uh, I don't have those kind of problems right now. Okay, okay, okay. But still, shout out to love, Bazala. You know what I'm saying? Always, always. <laughs> it's all love, Bazala, man. But no, like that's the thing, though. And I'm like, bro, it's got to be somebody in your corner that's pushing for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially at the point, like you know, what I'm saying we either living together, we seen each other a lot, and it's just we spend a lot of time with each other. We might as well just go ahead and like. Like, say, like, we're going to be with each other. And we're going to make the real commitment to say, like, bro, we're not just going to be with each other for, like, I want to get you promise rings and let's do this for a few years. Yeah, it's like, this nah, ain't, it's, we're not playing Yeah, here. let's do this for life. Let's really make a, a serious commitment between you and me and God. Between you and me and let's make this serious commitment. Lord. Um, And that's what it came down to, bro. But it was also, like, opposition on my end, too. I remember, like, some of my uncles, like, like nephew, like, what you doing, bro? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, you see, I'm living. You want to be like me? You want to be like me? You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I remember one of my uncles. He was like, bro, like he was like, look, you can just like drop it right now, nephew. You young, just go travel. He was like, you don't even need no hotel. He's like, you at the age now, you don't need to eat every night. You can stay up whenever. He Sleep like, in the car. He was like, just go. He was like, nephew, mm. go. When you come back, he was like, it's gonna be another girl there. And I was like, uh, like, like right at the beginning when he was like, you know, the traveling and everything. I was like, oh, you had me 100. percent but then when he was like, it's just going to be another girl there, I was like, I don't mm. want another girl. Nah. But you know what I'm saying? But it ain't going to be Mariah there. You know what I'm saying? Like, because Mariah already told me straight up, bro, I ain't about to like, you want to go out there and go run and do your traveling around the world? I'm not going to stop my grind. You know what I'm saying? I still got things that I want to pursue. So. For sure. It was like, eventually, like, bro, we got to like, what are we waiting for at some point? Because like you said, bro, we think that the opportunity is, is finally going to be right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You finally got to pull the plug on something and show like, bro, this, I'm committed in this and this is where I'm going. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if you was like, I'm just going to go to school and eventually the right major is just going to present itself and maybe this will sound right. Maybe this one will look nice. and said, nah, bro, I'm going with this one. I made a decision to go with this one. I'm sticking with the decision. I'm, I'm following it through. And the benefits in the long term of you doing that, bro, is only like, they only get better over time. You know what I'm saying? They only get better over time. And that's why I just be like, I don't be trying to like press dudes because it may be seeming like I'm I'm pressing people now. Yeah. But like, but, but you, we're talking about so many cons as two married men. I mean, not cons. We're talking about so many pros. Yeah. What, what are the cons of this? It has to be some drawbacks. For sure, I let Scotty sell that. Cons of marriage in general or what? Just or get, committing early committing or what? Committing to this committing earliness. Early. Yeah. Let's go with committing early. Yeah. Okay. I mean... Yeah, come in early because, you know, in your early 20s, you know what I'm saying? That, and I want to know, for y'all, what was it that, like, okay, yep, this is, I'm going to lock that down? Well, um, kind of just picking back to what you said earlier, you know, in your mind, when you're dating a girl or you're seeing a girl and you make that commitment, like, you know, we're going to be mutually inclusive. We're yeah. not going to, you know, see someone outside of that. I kind of had that same perspective. I took my, I took my relationships real serious. You know, I didn't have many. We were mutually inclusive. I felt like in that moment, I didn't need necessarily legal paperwork to validate that relationship. I felt yeah. like, you know, we're going to be, uh, you know, take it serious uh, to the highest level. And so I kind of understand your perspective from you saying that earlier, but just some cons of committing early, man. Statistics to tell you, man, the earlier you get married, the higher the divorce is. I mean, I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, back in the day, like in the 70s, 80s, people would get married in their 20s, uh, 23s, 24s was probably the average age around then. And now it's getting pushed back to 30s. People are wanting to pursue their career more. People are wanting that freedom to travel. People are wanting to 
I have that flexibility um, and just see different experiences. And so I guess the cons to committing early is possibly seeking that comfortability and committing to something that may tie you down. You could think of in a location uh, that may prohibit experiences that maybe if you were young and traveling and in your career field, you could have had a totally different experience, you know, just throughout the world and maybe be on a different path career-wise or whatever. So there's definitely cons in general, but I mean, you just got to weigh them, pros and cons. What do you think some of the cons are just to commit early? Um, Definitely one of the cons, bro, is that um, I'm not going to say in my sense, but um, is that you feel like you still got so many options. You know what I'm saying? You feel like you got so many things that you're playing. This is being real. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, especially most dudes, you know what I'm saying? Because dudes start to get older, rustier, out of the game and everything. But like in your early age, bro, you feel like that's prime real estate for you. You know what I'm saying? You looking your best. You in the best shape. Like my uncle's saying, bro, like, you know what I'm saying? You can go off like four hours of sleep and make it through the whole next day of work. You know what I'm saying? You're not waking up back tired and blown out, knees out of the frame. Well, my knees are out of the frame. But like everything like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, at, at a young age, bro, you feel like you got some more, so much more options. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could travel. I could go do all this, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's one of the things is that so young, you don't... Like, what came over my mind a few times, it never, like, gripped me or pulled me. But what did come over my mind to be, like, you know what I'm saying, transparent, is that since I was so young at, like, 22, bro, I couldn't see 50. And I'm thinking, like, what did I give up that I could have got, you know what I'm saying, if I would have just been like, nah, let me just weigh my options and see what else life has to offer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's one of the things that did come over me. Yeah. But um, but you wouldn't want to waste Mariah's time. Wouldn't want to waste Mariah's mm-hmm. time, bro. And, like, you know, like, it just wasn't worth it. And then, like, a, another con that was hitting me, bro, was, like, you do feel like that, like at a young age, bro, is that not just like the career and everything, but you feel like I ain't got to deal with this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm 22 years old, bro. Like, I ain't going to get married in a, in another like five years and still be in a 30 year marriage and be like, good, you know, 58. Yeah, I've been married for 30 years. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it those are the only cons that was really weighing on me was feeling like, you know, I don't got to put up with this. And then other things like, what am I giving up? You know what I'm saying? That's like, such your personality. But like, I don't have to deal with this. I don't have to deal with this, bro. Yeah. What do you mean? I don't have to do that out, bro. I'm done, bro. Forget it. But um, <laughs> like, bro, the the pros for me that that really made me like weigh on a decision that like, bro, I'm about to, I'm about to miss something that like that God didn't lined up, bro. Because you know it, it was, bro. It's some crazy stuff that didn't happen to really show me like me and Mariah need to be together, like. One of the things was, um, you know what I'm saying? Of course, like, Mariah was the first time, Mariah was the first one to ever put me on the plane. You know what I'm saying? Mariah was the first one I was with to ever go outside of the country. Me and Mariah's families, like, meshed. You know what I'm saying? Growing up from completely different backgrounds, bro. Her parents coming from a completely different country. You know what I'm saying? My parents just being black. But American, American, black American. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But our parents like mesh, bro. Like yeah. both of our parents, they get it, they get together like real. Like we just had a dinner like about a month ago, bro. And the dinner was supposed to be over at like nine. I think we got over there at six. 
we had already put in the group chat like everybody in it was like, bro, we're gonna be out at six and nine, just eat, catch up. Bro, my parents didn't leave her parents' house until dang near midnight. Still going. Still talking. Still we dragging going. pops out the house, like, bro, we got to go. And you know, normally my moms ain't like the talkative one. It's, mm-hmm. it's pops, a thousand percent. Talking over everybody. Oh yeah. But moms was engaged in the conversation, you know, like it mm. was like crazy. Like our parents get together well, but like one of the things that, that really like showed me like, hey, like God was setting this thing up for us was um we had just came back, I think, from Florida. I had just talked to our pops. You know, that went the way it went. And um come here and I told I told um, my papa, I said, Hey papa, I'm about to propose and everything. And he was like, you know, where did you say that she that she from? I said, Papa, she from or a family from Haiti. And he was like, okay. He was like, after you propose, and if she say yes, come and talk to me. And at the time, I was like, damn, Papa, you think she gonna say no or something? You know what I'm saying? Like she might say no to me. You know, I went and proposed more. I said yes, and I went back to talk to Papa. He was like, well, after y'all get married, come and talk to me. I'm like, bro, you just said when we get engaged, come and talk to you. Like, Same bro, thing. what you holding out on? And um, yeah, after we get married, man, me and Mariah go over there and see him. And he pull out this, like, this um, this wooden frog, because my papa was in the military, mm-hmm. drafted into that joint. Not like he didn't sign no paper to say, I want to go. Yeah. I'm in. <laughs> Ian volunteer. Off you go, homie. Yeah. But um, yeah, he got to travel around um because he was in the um Navy. So he got to travel around on the ships and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the places they went to was Haiti. And he had bought like this wooden, like handcrafted wooden frog, bro, that had Haiti on it. Mm-hmm. And he bought this, I think, before my mama was probably even born, bro. And he was like, man, he was like, I just kept it. He was like, because I just wanted to, like, um, help him out because, you know, Haiti is a poor down there. So he wanted to help him out. Paul brings out this this frog, bro, with Haiti on it, and he was like, I didn't know when I needed to use it, but he was like, this seemed like the best time since Mariah's family is from Haiti. Yeah, right. he was like, then it just works out perfectly, you know what I'm saying, for y'all just to have it. So we still got that frog in here today, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, bro, these just the things that like started lining up, and I just started seeing certain things, like, you know, this the best thing for me, bro. Like, this is literally the best thing for me, not just now, but like just for life. Mm-hmm. And if I could choose to do what my uncles do, one of my uncles told me to backpack Africa. And get snatched up in the in the Congo, like bro, what's going on, man? So he told me to do that. I was like, bro, I I could go backpack Africa, I get married to Mariah, and we can go like travel to Africa. Yeah, two different experiences. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that that's just what really hit me, bro. And I was like, bro, the pros. I is think really- your situation is very unique. Did you have any like of those? Just that many signs, like man, all this just matching up. Yeah, man, I, I did. So when me and Amira, we first started talking, she was actually in Florida living with her brother. And so I didn't know that at the time. She moved out there after high school. She was wanting to go into the military. She had some issues going active duty. And so she ended up coming back to Oklahoma where we kind of caught back up and started talking. And ever since she came back to Oklahoma that day, we talked every day since. But she had the issues going active duty, so she ended up doing reserves, staying in school. So that allowed us to, you know, build a relationship and kind of start from there. But the more and more I looked into it, I started meeting her family. 
Um, and I would go over to different sides, mom's side, dad's side. And lo and behold, you know, her family I already knew a lot of her family just through some of our mutual friends yeah. that we went to high school with. And it's like, wow, that's crazy. It's a small world. You know, I reached out to you while you were in Florida. And now we're going to these family, you know, cookouts, things of that nature. To my friends who I would hung out outside of school, you know, EJ and CJ, friends I play football and baseball with. And so I'm like, wow, that's crazy. You know, it's it's not just a small world. This is not just a coincidence. Yeah. And so that's just one of the small examples. And I would say like on a minor scale, there's definitely coincidences like that where I just like, man, this it just has to be right. This isn't just happening just because. And so, you know, you start looking into those things and it's like, wow, you know, I really do like her, man. I really do like the way she, you know, is real motivated. She has aspirations to, you know, do great things and she's real supportive. So I'm like, wow, you know, just let me take a step back. You know, I want to take it slow. I want to make the right decision. I try to be calculated in the decisions I make and you just start looking into it, it all starts adding up. And it's like, okay, all right, well maybe this is maybe this is the right thing. Maybe I should be convinced and committed to this. And so that's what I would say to that. When he initially brought this up, I was like, I can't relate to this but, at all. Well, and I got a question for you though. What's up? What would you think is a con to committing to a marriage? Early, just from an outsized perspective, from bachelor. someone who's not married, you know, what do you think? A bachelor, for me, he's not a bachelor. He's not on these streets. No, nah, no, nah, I'm in a relationship. Uh, I don't know, bro, because I have a career, I have a home. It's a wonderful woman, but for me, I'm trying. I'm trying to think. Maybe, maybe I don't know. What are we waiting for? <laughs> <laughs> what are we waiting for? <laughs> Maybe parts of me is not ready for that responsibility of just having to be always on. Because right now in a relationship. Always on, yeah, boy. Yeah. In a relationship, always. she don't live with me. I'm at the house dolo. So okay. I don't have to worry about like, oh, you got you got to study today? Yeah. Don't worry, baby. Yeah. Just just stay home. I can be at the house chilling by myself. She won't right. Not have to worry about it. You said what? She won't do that anyway. What you mean? Just stay home and not study. What you said? Just stay home and don't study, bro. She won't do that. No, no, I'm saying like stay home and study. Oh, okay. Like you, oh, you got an exam tomorrow. I thought you said don't study. I, like, uh, she I, I might have, but like if she got to stay home and study, yeah, take your time mm -hmm. because I'm like, all right, cool. I can just have my time alone. Yeah. Don't have to worry about nothing. Mm -hmm. I don't have to worry about like it's, just, it's little stuff. It's yeah. petty little stuff at, when you really think about it. I, I can just do my house how I want to do it. I don't have to worry about oh. Why, why are you doing this? Where are you going to that? I want, there's no checking in on like, mm -mm. hey, at least it's, I'm not trying to say, oh, you should never check in or nothing like that. It's common courtesy. Like, hey, yeah, this is where I'm at tonight. Right. But if I want to do something like, oh, I'm going fishing, I'm going to be going all day. All day. I don't have to tell nobody that. But are you going to catch something? Nah. <laughs> Man, it's been a minute. <laughs> <Just like, laughs> hey, catch your thing. He's right there with me. We ain't called that. Catch But we going to, bro. I'm confident. The next time I go fishing, bro, I'm catching something. I'm a crack the for lead. sure. And when it's open, boys galore, mm. bro, they like, jumping out the water to me. I'm, yeah. I can see it now, man. To just jump back to fishing, bro. I bought some minnows and all of them died, bro. Mm. That's so I could, I could could do nothing with it. Fried. That's yeah, a sign. bro. Like just out of nowhere, all the minnows just died. That's a sign. <laughs> but yeah, it's mm. it's petty we stuff. We fishing I'm, with shrimp next time, bro. Mm. 
Uh, I've always had luck with that. You yeah. get some shrimp dip and some chicken blood, yeah. tear them up. Nah, well, he's not always experienced now. Not always yeah. had luck, but <laughs> I think he might be the real deal. Now, nah, I ain't gonna lie. Oh man, I hope so. But, so no, I ain't, but he ain't like like bass fishing is different, bro. You fish with jigs and plastic yeah. and worms and stuff. But that's what I be catching them on. But he right. ain't, he don't be catching them. I'm on catfishing. Mm-mm. You gonna so, throw them out there? Oh you know yeah. What I'm so, but I'm not afraid of marriage. I was I was blessed enough to have two parents in the household, so marriage isn't foreign to me. Mm-hmm. So it's always been a goal for me. Like, okay, I want to get married. And for me right now, I'm thinking the petty stuff. Plus, I'm wanting to make sure the money's right. You know, yeah. I don't really want to enter a marriage with just a lot of debt. Mm-hmm. So I just want to make sure that type of stuff is settled. But that, right that, now, I'm not I'm not worried about it, bro, because I already know I got the one. So it's not like I'm taking it lax. But I know I got the one, bro. You don't know. I'm, I, I don't say it. I didn't. But I'm just like, what are we waiting? If we got the one. What are we waiting for? Well, I must say, it's, taking your time is definitely not a bad thing, neither. You know. Yeah. I feel like you know you're going through the right process, and mentally you have to be there and be able to commit before forcing yourself to commit. Because I feel like if you're forcing yourself to commit and disregarding those concerns, yeah. you're putting yourself at a disadvantage too. So I feel like that could be a con. So you know, validate your concerns and. You know, work through that thought process and, you know, take your time and do it when you think it feel, feels right. So I give you validation. Now, Willis, I, I, I appreciate I'm, I'm, that. He, he may be on you. We can go yeah. together. We can go shop together for the rings. I'm, you know what I'm saying? But like, but this, this is what I'm, I'm just, with it, bro. I'm just giving it. I'm taking my time, bro. Yeah. No, nah, bro, I give you that. And this was the thing that I was at, bro, is that I met Mariah first semester in Rose. I met Mariah right away. Mm-hmm. And... Mariah would be telling the story. Mariah, you was more than all right. Man, Mariah was beautiful when I first met her. Best woman in the world. She told this story that, like, when I first met her, somebody asked about me. I said, you know what I'm saying? She all right. Oh, you said that? Man, I didn't say that, Mariah. That sounds like something you would say. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, anyway. Um, They're just trying to be cool. That might not be what you felt, you but you might just like, say that. I'm trying to be cool. cool. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I saw her, man. She's cool. talking to your homies, you're not going to be expressing like now, that. Now, don't downplay the wife, you know. You know. <laughs> he already did it. He didn't already did it. But like, uh, like when I first met her, bro, I, I was on like a, a no girl, like 100%. Like, it wasn't happening. Especially we, like. We out here in these streets. You know, I wasn't even in the streets, though, because that was the thing, bro, is that like. I had just came out of a relationship like not too long ago, maybe like a year after that, but still, came out still of that. fresh. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And I'm then, already knowing. On top of that, bro, like I saw the way like my older brothers was moving and stuff, my cousins and stuff, you know what I'm saying? I was like, bro, we not about to get down like that. Like, I just don't, that ain't how I rock. You know what I'm saying? Especially like all the 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 baby mama drumming and everything. I was like, bro, I'm not getting down like that. Um, and I really like was on this whole thing of like, nah, bro, we're not doing that. We're not going to be just bouncing around with a bunch of different women. We're going to figure this thing out, man. Let's get this thing straight. And it all came from, like, me getting straight with myself first. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like I got as comfortable with me as I could get. And I was, like, 100% comfortable with me. Then I finally give Mariah, and I'm still comfortable with me. But Mariah kind of throwing off my comfort now. Like, bro, you know what I'm saying? Like, you need might need to move around. Bro, y'all think I'm bad at texting, like, now? Hmm. <sighs> Boy, when I first got with Mariah, I was terrible, man. I would go weeks. Weeks, bro. I'm talking about like, wouldn't take. I see her at school. We talk. We talk at Rose. Don't, you ain't going to hear about me. Once I leave this school, <laughs> that's it, bro. You will not see me again until tomorrow. You will not hear from me. I'm not posting on social media. I wasn't doing anything. I was just like out, like not hearing from me. And um, 
Mariah was like, kind of like, bro, if we gonna start like talking and you wanna like be interested in me, you at least gotta be let me know like what's going on with you. I like check in on me, do something. Like give me some energy. Oh, wait, so you were making it seem like y'all wanted to be more than friends and still go on weeks? Yeah, like we was going on on dates. And I told you what Mariah's oh. philosophy is. Mariah's philosophy is as soon dates? as soon as as soon as y'all go on dates, y'all are dating together. Mm, that's interesting. That's what yeah, that's, that's the same. That's the same philosophy. Yeah. Like if you ask me out, it's a relationship now. We we together. No, mm. I'm like, let's go out to eat for lunch. It's not in a relationship until I'm like, hey, let's go ahead and make this official. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. So I'm like, let's go out for eat for lunch. We go out to eat for lunch. We go our separate ways. Yeah, I check on you in about a week. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like that's fine. Like, bro, you I know agree. What I mean? Not the week, but um, yeah. When I finally understood like where she was coming from, I was like, okay, like I get it. And then that made me like really say, are you gonna go through with this? Are you just gonna go back to just being comfortable with yourself? And that's why I was like, I'm going to go through with this. But like I said, bro, it was knocking me off my comfort zone. Like, one of the things was, I was like, you know, like I still do now, I still be hooping. But like, one of my things was like, if, if the inspiration hit, I'm like, Avery, baby, let's go. It's 8.30 p.m. Spontaneous. I know they hooping at regionals. Let's go. Mm-hmm. 8.30 p.m., we we out there hooping. It's like 10 o'clock. I like, bro, you ain't checked up on me all day. You ain't. I was like, well, you know, I was out. Why you ain't tell me that you was out hooping? You got hooping at night, like something can go down. Like you didn't even let me know. Like where was you gonna? I'm a grown man. You know what I'm saying? I'm a like, grown man. man. I'm a grown man living with my mama. <laughs> <laughs> living with my mama. <laughs> <laughs> Not paying no bills. Don't be asking me what I got going on. But uh, mm. yeah, that was one of the things, bro, that was throwing me off my comfort zone, bro. But um, like I said, bro, like um, like I saw it right away. But like that's that's why I feel y'all. I say all that because I feel y'all like taking the time for yourself. I just didn't do it with nobody else in the picture. You know what I'm saying? And then once I finally got comfortable with myself, I was like, okay, let's bring somebody in. And I was at least more, at least comfortable with myself enough to where I said, okay, like, I'm good now. I love I love me first before I ever went through. Well, you know, love to God. I'm about to say, you gotta, you gotta throw that God in. God, you know what I'm saying? But God loved me first, you know what I'm saying? But you know, you what never saying? talk about that process though, because before Mariah, you weren't going to church. Nah, bro. Were you resistant to it? And Mariah, Mariah did strengthen my my relationship with my Lord and Savior. Mariah didn't bring me to my Lord and Savior. I he, he brought me to you know what I'm saying. He brought me, but, but you know what I'm saying. But like, nah, bro. I wasn't like in in um. I was kind of. I wasn't really a church hopper because I went to churches that I knew. I went to my grandma's church, but I was also going to the Nation of Islam. I'm about to say, were you doing like? Devoutly. That's what I'm referring to. Yeah, yeah. No, I wasn't like on that. Like, I would like, they had, because like I said, I just had time, bro. So I was you going. You had to, nothing but time. Nothing but time. Yeah. I'm going to Wednesday night Bible study at my grandma's church. Mm-hmm. Friday, they have a, um, they have a Quran study at the Nation of Islam. I was going to that. Saturday morning, they had a Bible study in the morning. I was going to Bible study at my grandma's church in the morning, and then I would leave there and go to the, the service at the mosque at 10. So I was just like here and there. And then when I started talking, I would go to Mariah's church. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I was just like filling in here and there. And um, that's where it got it. That's where the most friction that me and Mariah had ever had was when it was coming to God. You know what I'm saying? And like, I'm not going to lie, early on, um, Early on at the beginning, bro, it was 
when I was going to the nation of Islam, bro, the teaching that they was teaching you was that we all come from God. So we are gods within our own aspect. 100%, bro. Like, hey. Teach these devils. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you know, it's it's, it's Farrakhan, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's nation of Islam. You know, if y'all want to, it ain't me. Read the stuff. So I was telling Rod that, you know what I'm saying? And I remember, bro, big chested me, you know what I'm saying? All, all me. Mariah was saying some stuff that she was saying. And I was like, Mariah, I'm a god. <laughs> and he was dead serious. Brother. Dead serious. Ain't no way. You know what I'm saying? 100%. And bro, we having friction at this point. It's just like, it ain't it ain't working, Mariah. You know what I'm saying? This ain't working. Like, you trying to, you trying to bring me down to a below a god status when I'm here. And the only thing that was here was my ego and my pride was here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We had to get all that leveled out. And I remember um, I used to go on these like prayer walks, man. Like any time of the day, that was Mariah's part too. Because like I feel a prayer walk at midnight. I'm walking around my parents' neighborhood. Midnight. Criminal. And you know it's like mm. I'm hood on and everything. Yeah, yeah. You look like a criminal. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. Yeah. It, ain't, it ain't good out there to be doing that. And then, if it ain't just me, like they look, somebody get caught up with me out there at that time for no reason. You know what I'm saying? When I could just do it in the morning. Um, but it was like one day, man, I went on a prayer walk, man, and it finally hit me. And it was like, um, like, I feel like when I came out of that prayer walk, it was all saying like, bro, you didn't understand that I was bringing her into your life to tone you down because you was on a path of destruction. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You was on like, you thought you was getting like real cool with yourself and you was figuring out life, but bro, you was on a path of destruction. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, look how you living. You living with your mama thinking that you grown. You don't got a job right now, Isaiah. Your car don't work. You taking the bus, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? You using, other, yourself. you using other people's car to get around, bro. And like, yeah, you might be putting gas in your parents' car and everything. And that's cool. But like, bro, you're going on a path of destruction. And then you got people like Mariah, good people that, that I'm bringing into your life. And you pushing them away because you thinking that you me. God, you know what I'm saying? You thinking you me right now. Like, chill out, bro. Mm-hmm. And finally came around. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like I didn't go to Mariah and say, I'm so sorry. But I was like, Mariah, I think God was telling me that I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Forget all that stuff that we was arguing about. Yeah, I ain't yeah. gonna fess up to that. But this like, is bigger than us. This is bigger than us. <laughs> this is God we talking about here. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But like, I finally came around to it, bro. But like, that was you know, it was a lot of like humbling experiences, bro. And and that's why I don't, I don't, I press people. I do, bro, because I do press. Like, bro, at some point we got to pull the plug and we got to make the decision. But at the same time, I do feel, bro, because I was in that situation. You know what I'm saying? The only thing was different was that I went through a lot of the healing process myself before I ever put somebody into the equation. But that don't discount that you still need that person to come into it. You know what I'm saying? You still need a Mariah to come into it to say, okay, you done worked on all that you can with yourself. Yeah. But was you even working on the right things? You know what I'm saying? Because it was still a lot of stuff that I had to clean up when me and Mariah got together. Speaking of cleaning up, that's right on the mind. Did you have to do some cleanup before you actually got married? Before you actually entered that relationship, like heartbreak, anything like that? I feel like I was in a good space mentally. I didn't have any prior relationships that were still bothering me. I felt like I completely, you know, loved and was confident in myself, independent. And I didn't have a void that necessarily needed to be filled. And I was searching for that. So... I felt like I was at a good spot in my life for her to come in 
and things to be going well. It's not like she came into my life and uh, I was like, well, I need her to fill this void. It wasn't necessarily that. So whenever she came into my life, I felt like, you know, I was at a good spot to, you know, follow through and I didn't necessarily need to do any thing like as far as repairing you know prior heartbreaks or things like that there's definitely stuff and things that I still need to continue to get better at you know and get better in my trust and you know trust in the process that you know I can confidently think and put my trust in you that you're gonna trust me you know you're gonna allow me to continue to pursue my dreams and support me in that aspect because at that time, I felt like I was really isolated, not only with my friends and family, but I had family that supported me, no doubt. But I didn't have necessarily a mentor or someone that was elevating me or pushing me. It was a lot of self-motivation. And so my big thing was I wanted to make sure that they, my spouse or my significant other was you know, willing to allow me to grow and push me as well. And yeah. So I feel like that was the main thing that I needed at that time. And I just feel like the time in my life where, you know, she got put into my life was definitely on purpose. And I think that was a God driven thing, because if I was, you know, freshly off a heartbreak or, you know, I had a lot of self-doubt, I felt like I would have missed that opportunity, you know, because opportunities come and go. But I felt like, you know, everything happened for a reason at that timing. The timing was right and I trusted the process. And so I kind of just followed and had trust and it, it it's all worked out so far. Praise God. Oh, man. <laughs> God love. Yeah, man, I, I think that's good, bro. And like what you talking about, bro, support from, you know what I'm saying, your spouse, bro. Or support from anybody, bro. Like support that you accept. Support that you accept, bro, and support that's just cause it, it may like the thin line about accepting it may not always be the support that you need, bro. You know what I'm what saying? You mean? Because sometimes I'm knocked out here like I'm sleeping on the desk. Mm. Morale over here grinding. She come over there and shake me and wake me up, bro. Finish your work. And I'm like, bruh, like I'm I wanna go back to sleep, but she like, no, bro, like finish your work, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even want, I don't even want to get up, you know what I'm saying? But then you look at the situation, you're like, bro, like, it's probably the best thing for me to get up and, like, knock this work out. Yeah, do be, this quiz. I'll be, I'll be sleeping 30 minutes anyway, but, like, you know what I'm saying? I did one thing, though, you know what I'm saying? You can't be mad. I did do one thing while I woke up, but it's support that's, like, it's still, like, pushing, but, like, it's really helpful, like, at the beginning, bro, from your family, because your family spent a lot, but, like, it's a lot of like days, bro, when it's just it's just me and Mariah. You know what I'm saying? It's just me and her here, like in your situation, you and your wife, like it's just y'all there. So making sure that them late nights, bro, it's like when you down on yourself, you know what I'm saying? You're not feeling confident in yourself that she able to pick you up. You know what I'm saying? That that's so important. You feel like she does that well for you? Yeah, for sure. I feel like that's one of the key things that we make sure that we focus on, you know, that we're both busy with work and she's working and going to school. Uh, we make it a priority to support each other because it's so easy to criticize when someone's lacking in a certain aspect. You know, if you're working and going to school, but oh, you're not cleaning up or cooking or oh man, the house is a mess or oh, you didn't do this or that. 
it's real easy to see the faults and what they don't do. But what you have to do is make it a priority to see what they did mm-hmm. or what they're currently doing. And you got to support that. And, you know, that's that also comes in, comes in realizing what they're doing, but also picking up what they can't do, you know, and vice versa. And so I feel like that helps the compatibility aspect. And it's definitely important, man. Support is important. Without no support, man, we just struggle. Because life's a struggle sometimes. You got to lean on that support and accept it. Not only supporting, but accepting the support. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. No problem, man. Still episode, a lot, a lot of bombs. Man, that's one of the main reasons. A lot of bombs. We talk about love, man. It's, it's, a, it's a marriage, though, man. Yeah, man. It's... Who's starting a family first? Definitely Scotty. Nah, man, I don't think so. I don't think so. You got me beat to the punch on the marriage, man. You've been here longer than that me. Don't mean nothing. What you waiting on? Now, that, them jokers? Oh, I don't know. Them jokers? No, what you ain't know? I'm waiting on them jokers, man. Trust me, man. Like, oh, man. Like, um, like one of the things like, that we are waiting for, it's 100%. Like, Mariah got to get through school, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, it'd be different if I was grinding, like, trying to get through school and she was doing, like, the opposite. But, like, if Mariah get pregnant, bro, you know, it's going to make it a lot harder to go to school, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I can go about my way. I ain't carrying no baby for nine months. Why we complaining, man? I fix my Why we complaining? But, like, yeah, bro, it's like that. that's important, like, making sure she get through this thing. And um, that's what's important first. And then also me and Mariah, like, we, we said it early on when we first got married, is that we want to take time to just be married. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not take time to be like parents right away. Like, we want to prioritize, like, for sure, like, Mariah getting through her her stuff and then me getting through my stuff. But um, also, like, taking time for us to just, like, when I ain't got all this stuff going on or she ain't got all this stuff going on, we could just be married. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we want to go on a date on a, on a Tuesday night. We can go on a date on a Tuesday night and stay out as long as we want. And then come back, go to sleep, go to work the next day. But it's like, bro, if you got kids, that's a whole different story. It's like, bro, y'all, going to, y'all going to a date early yeah, because kids need to be bed and then sleep by like 8, 9 o'clock. So it's School like, in the morning. yeah, bro. And then it's like on the weekend, we want to go out and do something. Well, you well, better hope grandparents is coming. free or yeah. like, or the kids is coming. It's like one yeah. or vacation. Just ruining John Wick 4 because mm-hmm. y'all baby in that crying. Hey, man. In that come on, man. So it's, that's one of the things, bro. That's why we being patient. Like, we are giving it some years to, like, versus her getting out of school and then giving it some time to where we can just be together. Well, we ain't got to worry about all the other stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because kids is coming. Kids are coming. That's- but if God say, hey, man, today is the day. Today is the day. I ain't ready for that day, man. Like, that's that's tough, bro. I feel you, man. That's a lot of parallels in my relationship, too. Uh, she's in school, so, you know, the same thought process. I want her to finish school. That way she can be set. She can be independent. You know, if something happened to me, she'll be able to provide for herself. You know, I don't want to leave her at a disadvantage, you know, because mm-hmm. of something that I did or I wasn't able to help support and equip her where she can, you know, be autonomous and so... And the aspect of wanting to be married, man, we're only going to be married couples with no kids for however long it is until you have kids. Because once you have them, it's not about you. Yeah. It ain't about you. It's about them kids. 
you know? Right. And so definitely want to support her and let her get through school. And, you know, just having the freedom to be young, married, you know, because that's one of the advantages of getting married while you're young. You know, you get through your schooling, get into your profession, and then you get to reap the benefits of being young, successful in your profession together. Mm. Do what you want. And then you can have kids and enjoy that yeah. family at a young age. You're not pressed against the clock. You know, you wait till you're 30, you get married, and now you're just now in a successful career field and yeah. you're trusting each other. You can only have kids, you know, up it's to a, a certain age. It's yeah. a window. So, you know, not feeling that pressure that I have to do it now. That's mm. one of the pros of committing early and yeah. also setting yourself up for success early, you know, yeah. finding that career, finding those skills. Yeah, man. Like, yeah. it's just a lot. Then it's like also like, bro, when the kids move out and everything, yeah, they still going to be like, let me still your kids like forever. Like, I'm always going to be like my parent's son. But like, especially like with me, bro, they... They probably do worry about me like a lot though, cause I don't be checking in with them. Like I'll be like, "Hey, what you mean?" I'll go to like the the um, urgent care on like a Tuesday. I'll go see Mama on like Friday. Be like, Mama, I was with the urgent care on Tuesday for what? Mm. Mama like I blew my knee out of the frame, so I had to go get it checked up on. She was like, "Why didn't you tell me? Like, do you need some help?" I'm like, nah, I'm on straight. Oh, I got it. Like I don't be asking my like you know say I just don't want to, but like. They probably do like worry that way, but um, like I said, bro, I'm out the house now. Like, yeah, they still got my my siblings there, like my my little brothers. Like, eventually they're gonna be out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Then it's gonna be like it's just gonna be y'all two again. Mm-hmm. Then we're gonna have to see do we really love each other, uh, love each other like that. So it's the same thing. If you build that foundation early, you know what I'm saying the kids, yeah, kids is always gonna be second to Mariah. Always gonna be second to Mariah. And then, you know what I'm saying, eventually the kid's going to be out. So then it's just going to be me and Mariah again. You know what I'm saying? We can be like, hey, bro, we could either grew together, we could have grew apart in all that time. So we want to make the foundation early to where we show, like, bro, we're going to grow together in this thing. So that's why it's important, man. But I got this thing that happened, man. Um, I got a dog. I got two dogs. Mm, talk about it. That's it. Look, you got things. They, What's they up? love you dearly, man. For sure. They love you dearly. You, you may feel some type of way about them, but they love you dearly. Man, I would like a nice backyard, but, but go ahead, man. Brayden got like 10 dogs. Nah, I only got two. Yeah, I got two as well. A lot of work. I got cats. Especially when they get older. I got cats. You got cats? I didn't know that. They're not mine. They, 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 they belong to the streets. They, they, ah. they, they definitely belong to the streets, man. If ah. it was up to me, they wouldn't be in these streets. Mm. Nah, don't be. Sounds a bit murderous. Nah, not too nah, much nah, on nah, the cats. I'm just now. gonna say that they were just gonna run away. Cause that's what they're gonna do. They're just gonna run away. Uh free. It's people that want them here. I'd put up barriers to where you know they wouldn't be here no more. So all right, go ahead, man. What time is it? Still not time. All right, but um, close to it. But I want to tell this story, man. This would be good for the hundo. Um, Jesus, for this story. Focus on the mic. Thank you, sir. So I got to tell this story. <laughs> that, that's not even... Hey, Brady, man. Hey, hey, tell me something. What's going on, man? Hey, what? <laughs> Way over here. Y'all get that over there, man. I just want to let y'all know. You know what I'm saying? Be easy. But, um... Yeah, bro. So, um... 
you know, me and Mariah, like I was telling Scotty, you know, it's home ownership, man. You know what I'm saying? Things are changing. We got to get that porch. The porch is coming. It's on but, the way. Uh, it's, it's on the way. You know those, with those hands. Mm. John Henry. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like China, it's on the way. But um, <laughs> boy, <laughs> boy, <laughs> don't get me started. But uh, okay, so me and Mariah, man, we um, we was doing the house shopping, right? Like right before we even got the house, we were just looking at a bunch of houses, trying to find out what's best fit for us. And um, at the time, you know what I'm saying, the finances was still right. Like, man, shout out to Mariah, bro. Like God knew that the brother was down. <laughs> the brother was down. Like you know what I'm saying. I I had like I had cash, bro. That's it. Credit. Negative. Nope. <laughs> bro, your credit wasn't right? Bro, didn't even have a scar. What's that? What? Talk to me. What's that? What is What are we talking about? Oh, bro, yeah, that's because you was like, that's, forget that, the credit yeah, card. We ain't doing that. Hey, bro, anything uh, I was buying, I I'm buying about cash. cash. You know what I mean? I'm buying cars, used cars, cash. Mm -hmm. I'm showing up and buying a car no in 2000 cash. No credit. None of that stuff, bro. I'm cutting up. It's in the credit cards that I was in the straight in the trash. Yeah. What I'm gonna need this for? You know what I'm saying? And Mariah got with me. And Mariah was like, "Hey, bro, we, mm -mm. you gotta change that, bro. Like, you gotta fix that now." My brother, just now, you know, we, we getting there. You know what I'm saying? But we getting there. But praise God for Mariah. Um, but like, bro, we was doing the house shopping, right? And we was trying to get everything right. Um, like, for one, my credit score was not. There's no reason to check it. It's nothing yeah. there. Don't even know. put my name on that. No waste of time. No point. No waste of time. Credit score is gonna hurt it even more. <laughs> I mean, a credit check gonna hurt it even more. <laughs> Being the negative for real, boy. So um, four hundred. Uh, so we going through, bro. We looking at all these houses, right? And it was one house, bro. That like me and Mariah put it in our head that this house was amazing. Mm. This house was amazing. You know, what I'm saying it was wider than the house we got now. It was wider. It was longer. Um, we like. When we saw the house, it was just everything. It was like that in a bag of chips, bro. It was just great. Island had an island in the kitchen. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Living room was. I was like, bro, this is amazing. I think it had fans in the room. Golly, I think I had fans in the room. Game changer. But um, so it was just it was just that great, bro. Like we assumed that this house was so much better than the house we in now. And when we look at the house that we in now, we so critical and like, dang, should have asked them about that. Why don't we ask them about this? Why don't we fix this? Why don't we say something about that? We should have got that appraised. We should have got that. And all this other stuff that we so critical about the house we in now, we downplaying it. And um, the other day, man, it just sparked us. Um, we was just sitting in the bed, bro. And we was like, man, let's see if we can find that. Because Mariah would take videos over all the houses that we went to. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm just talking to the, the realtor. I'm just chopping it up. Staying in one room, not even looking around the house. Mariah doing all the investigating. Mm. I'm useless, man. But um, so Mariah's looking at the, she's trying to find the video of the house. We looking through the phone. I'm trying to look through my phone. No, and I didn't have nothing in that thing anyway. But yeah, you know, I'm just wasting time. Um, Mariah finally finds the house, bro. We look at this joint. When I say we were so like disappointed at the video that we was watching, it was like, bro, was this the house that we was like hooping and hollering over that was so great? Like, bro, the first thing that was like bad about it that I saw that I knew was trash. The bathroom had carpet in it. Mm. I was like, "What are we?" Mm. Mm. And the, it was it, like it was no like separation. The, the same carpet that went from the living room went to the bathroom. Yeah, I was like, "This is it. This is it, bro. This is like, what do I sign? <laughs> oh, I can have all of this." Yeah, and Cash. it was like, bro, and it was like, um, it was an older model than the one we in now. And I was like, bro, like, 
the the second bedroom now the the master bedroom was about the same size maybe just a little bit bigger than the one we got now mm-hmm. but the trade-off was the second room was smaller like way smaller than this one mm-hmm. and um the second like the second bathroom was smaller and then it was an issue like bro right when you coming into the the house like you can see the living room and then boom like the the bathroom is like right there connected with the carpet and everything i was like bro this is just like there's no hallway to walk into no around it, none of that stuff bro it's just like what you see is what you get. What you see is what you get. I'm like, yeah. bro, this was the house that we was like <laughs> hooping and hollering over. Like, this house was so amazing. And, bro, we hadn't looked at the video in like years. Because mm. we're like, bro, what's the point of looking back at it? We got the house we in now. Right. You know what I'm saying? We never looked back at the video until like this weekend. And I was telling Mariah, like, this is why I wanted to talk about the joint about settling down, bro, because it finally like clicked. Because I had told him before, but it finally clicked when I saw that video. And. I was like, bro, you could like be passing off so much, like passing off, like I don't want to, I don't want this, I don't want this, I don't want this, because I, I got so much hopes for like what's to come, or what I think is so much better, or the next thing is gonna be so much greater. So I don't want to take advantage of what I have right now, the person that's in my life, or the, the opportunity is that God has brought for me. I don't want to take advantage of none of that stuff because I'm so focused on the next thing to come, and the next thing is gonna be so much better, so much greater. Instead of what you have right now, bro. Like what we like the house we have now, bro, we was comparing it to that house. I'm like, bro, this house is 10 times better than that house. Mm-hmm. Like way better than that house. And we so pulling down on this house. This house is not this. This house ain't that because it's like, man, it could have been that. It could have been that. Comparison is the thief of joy. And... It was just killing us. And I was like, bro, this is like, that was like one of the problems I was telling y'all early on, like the settling down. I'm thinking about what else could be out there. Could be. Could be. Could be. If I give up on this. It's not even yours. It's not even mine. <laughs> Maybe. And, and it's not guaranteed. Just a possibility. It's, not, it's just a possibility that it could be there instead of mm. taking advantage on this right now. So like what we was talking about like last week about the millionaires and the way the millionaires become like, bro, most millionaires happen from people that got college degrees, middle age, and they worked a job, contributed to a 401k. Or an, an investment account. Mm. Scotty get on here talking about, you know what I'm saying, I want a secure job and everything. But it's like, bro, you know what I'm saying, respectable, but I could be on some stuff like, nah, bro, you know what I'm saying, I could like go out here and like gamble, like make the league, probably do it in entertainment, probably be an entrepreneur. Like forget all that secure job and all that punching the clock. You heard you know of Bitcoin? Like, 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 bro, you know what I'm saying, I'm like, I'm, I'm about to forex trade, you know what yeah. I'm saying, stuff like that. Like, I'm hoping I hit it big. When it's like, it's not settling down in the purpose of you losing your life. It's settling down so you can gain more opportunities. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, if I was out here running these streets still trying to chase, like, women and stuff, bro, I wouldn't have time to focus on myself. wouldn't At have all. time to become better. I wouldn't all. have time to be really focusing on my profession. Or, like, even mm-hmm. time to travel and do what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? I'd be traveling to go to, like, places where the women at. Yeah. Instead of, like, Instead oh, of bro. enjoying it. Instead of joining, like, bro, let's go on a hike. Why would I go on a hike? Ain't no women that on that hike. That brother never went on a you hike before Mariah. Man, never. bro. You know what I'm saying? But that brother like, went to Edwards Park. That's it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Regionals. Like, but I'm like, now I can do peaceful stuff with my wife because, like, bro, I got a lifelong partner that I can enjoy stuff with. And I ain't got to go out here and try to do the, the latest and the greatest and the flashy just to be seen. You know what I'm saying? I'm already mm-hmm. seen by her and seen by God. That's all that's a, that should matter. So it just made me realize, like, bro, you, every, a lot of us, bro, Myself included. We out here chasing something that we think is so much better 
and we don't realize, bro, like what God has already given us is is the greatest thing for us. Now, no, now let me say probably. Like we always say, like God's timing is the best timing. It is, bro. So if God brought you this woman in your life at this moment, take advantage of it. If God gave you this career path at this moment right now, take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. If he gave you this money, this house, whatever it is, take advantage of it, bro. You know what I'm saying? And it's not to put your faith in that because I wouldn't want you to do that. Don't put your faith in anything but God. But don't put your faith in that. But it's just saying, like, if I'm going to put my faith in God and I really believe that God is going to bring these things to me in my life, why would I not take advantage of it? Why would I discount and say, God, you know what I'm saying? You was tripping on Mariah, you know what I'm saying? You don't really know what you're talking about. Like, I know there's something else better out there. It's like, bro, are you serious? Like, are you serious right now? Like, God, you know what I'm saying? That house wasn't really it. We'll take the next one. Like, or that that career wasn't it, or that that state, or that whatever, wh- whoever, that opportunity, that friendship, those weren't it. And it's like, nah, bro, like, I, I aligned everything for those things to be the best thing for you. Your dumb self chose to pass up on it. And now you blaming me because you think that there's something else better to come. You know what I'm saying? So that's just mm, missing the opportunities at hand. Missing that's what it is. Hand, missing the opportunities at hand. I get it. Especially in the house sense. Yeah, bro. Because I like the house that I'm in now way more than the houses I really, really wanted. Mm-hmm. Because it's 15 minutes away from the job. Yeah. Mm. That's the biggest one. I can go home for lunch. Yeah. Those other houses wasn't gonna happen. Ooh, that's nice. Man. Man. It's bro. a that's game nice. changer. Ooh. It's a game changer. Yeah. Boy. I wish a brother could go home for lunch. I hear that. Golly. Man, I wish a brother could like separate himself from the school at lunch. You up there. Do you even eat lunch? Yeah, I do. Oh, I eat lunch. Like I in front something. of the kids or like oh, I'll be eating it. Like <laughs> They like I'm supposed to eat my lunch when they at recess. Mm-hmm. So they go to recess. But sometimes like they be coming in the class. I'm like, bro, why are you in here right now? <laughs> like, go outside, bro. Like, I'm yeah. in here trying to eat my you lunch. You turned to everything. Isaiah when they like real quick. <laughs> like, nah, I'm not teaching you. Know, you know, like, why, no why, why are you in here, bro? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man, bro, what like, are you doing? Man, bro, I'm not gonna lie. Like, oh um, man. I got into I got into a little rep, bro. I'm gonna say this, like, you know what I'm saying? Cause these kids, they clowns, man. They like, they be clowning me, bro. I got into a little rep, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't like prepping my lunch for the next day. Mm-hmm. So I'm scrambling in the morning, like getting me something for breakfast. And then I'm grabbing a pack of noodles, eating a pack of noodles at lunch. Not going to lie. You know what I'm saying? Like cup noodles. You know, I could We done, knew. Get the job done. I could have done better for my life, but uh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? That, I chose to sacrifice. And um, it was like a period of like three days in a row, bro. Cup noodles. Oh, man. They on you. Back bro, to back. They on you. Bro, it was, I made a joke. I made a joke because we was, they was about to do the Easter egg hunt. I was like, bro, if you bring candy for the Easter egg hunt, take it to the office because that's where they want you to bring it. Uh-huh. I was like, but if you bring money, bring it to me and I'll use it for lunch. And this one kid was like, yeah, he needs it so he can stop eating noodles at lunch. I said, oh, <laughs> dang, bro. <laughs> dang, Them man. kids, they going to get you. They be coming at me, bro. But mm. yeah, I, I, I definitely be eating lunch up there. He bro. ain't brought those noodles since. Nah, I ain't yeah. had noodles since, Bill bro. Prep. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Making sure what I cook. Like, yeah, we need extra for lunch tomorrow, man. Oh yeah, because they coming at me. Yeah, man. But Scotty, man, um, we asked, um, we've been asking all the guests, man, before we close, man. You know, what do you see yourself, man, moving forward? Like, what's your goals and success, man? What do you see success as you in life? Mm, Success, definitely some goals that I have. I want to get into real estate. So, I mean, I purchased, me and my wife, we purchased our house last year in November. So that was definitely big steps. 
man, man, they got, got to, got to. Uh, but I want to get a rental property this year, so I got some more stuff in the in the works, man. Stuff in the works. I'm trying to get to it, but want to learn more about real estate. I always want to learn, but real estate make the most millionaires, man. That's you look at what's the best asset to build wealth is real estate. Now the market is saturated, you know, uh, prices are high, rates are high, you know, mortgage rates 7%. Mm. You know, it's, it's getting tough out here. Boomers are loving it. Even with Man, the good credit they are, they score. Own everything. They oh, yeah. Even with the good credit score, it don't matter oh, yeah. whether you got one or not. So one to expand on that. Definitely one to expand on that. But, you know, I think that's. Being successful also can just be being happy, man. You can be happy with what you got right now. You don't have Praise to go God. out and do much. You don't have to go out and, you know, strive to be the greatest, the richest. Man, being rich is being happy at home, being happy at the heart, you know. And, you know, just trying to be happy on the day to day. That's it. I'm just trying to be happy, man. That's all it is. You know, that's too crazy, man. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Um, my last question, man, is um, do you think um, do you think the grind is more important or the goal? That's mm. my final question, man. Do you think the grind is more important or the goal? The grind or the goal? That's a good question. So it has to be the grind. I'm gonna have to go with the grind, man. You have to love the grind or you never get to the goal. And you know, if the grind is super easy, you're not going to, you know, it's not going to be as rewarding the goal. Now, I'm not saying in the sense of, you know, do you want a million dollars here or do you want to work for a year and get a million dollars? But, you know, seeing the hard work paying off and enjoying the grind, that will enable you to continue to do that. If you only are goal oriented, you're going to fail so many times. If you're, you know, success driven and you're fine with working through the ups and the downs. I feel like that will enable you to continue to do that for a longer sustained period. So my mindset, you got to love the grind, man, and get to it. Go ahead. Go ahead. That was it. Question finalizing? You got any closing? No. No. This is a good insight to the married men, you know? That's what's up, man. I'm out here not married. But hey. Not for long, man. Life is fast, man. NFL. Life is fast. NFL, not for long, man. Mm. Bro, what does that hoodie mean, Alfredo, bro? It's a Freddie Gibbs album. A Freddie Gibbs and an Alchemist album. Shouts out to the Alchemist. If you out here and you really like hip hop, the Alchemist is one of the greatest producers of our, not even our generation. He's been doing it for a long time. But he did a collaboration album with uh, Freddie Gibbs, Alfredo. I support the artists that I like. That's why I'm always got like Brick Crit on. You sure about Freddie that? Gibbs? What you mean? You sure you go? Do you go to like their <clears throat> concerts? I I went to a Kachinata concert. Not what was that? Last year or the year before last? What about the other ones that you support? Do you go to their concerts? Bro, I didn't. He's upset. I didn't go to a Kendrick concert. Trust me, I'm not upset. Bro, Sharon was upset too. I know. Oh, oh shoot. <laughs> we weren't even dating then. I know, mm. but, but now you are. So it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This but baloney. But bro, would you go to a concert on a Tuesday when you got to work the next day and you work that day too? That's tough. It's a tough one. That's a tough ask. I ain't gonna lie, man. Plus the, the tickets, they're not cheap. You working before and after? 
Same. Yeah. I don't know. But it's like one of your favorite artists. I will say, Drake pointed somebody out in the concert in a Taco Bell uniform, front row. Look it up, swear. I don't know. That's wild, bro. That is a wild complex. Front row to Drake in a Taco Bell uniform. First of all, how did you get those tickets? And second of all, why Why are you you still in uniform? Like, bro, like. Dedication, man. I get it, but did he throw the bag at him? Like, oh, you get backstage passes. I was just like, look at this dude, Taco Bell. Look at this guy. Uh, He's working at the worst fast food place in Uh, America. All right, let's go to Knife Talk. To answer your question, I'm not going to a concert before I work the day before or the day I work of. That's thank you. We are like minded individuals. That's, I went. If it's a Friday, cool. Be there Friday or Saturday. But Kendrick, though, I love tough. Kendrick. I love that's Kendrick. Tough. Man played Money Trees and I lost my mind, man. Mm. Forgot how much I love that song. That album's great. That song is amazing. Have you man. been to a J. Cole concert? Come on now. Okay, just, you know, yeah, just checking in. For that joint. I just checking in, man. Almost lost my life coming back for that joint. Biggest J. Cole fan I know. No, that one I don't agree with. I don't agree with driving to somewhere, doing a concert, and then driving back. That's that's you did the same day, mm. only if it's the same day because yeah, I went no. to, to uh, Austin to see K. Jonata and then I came back the next day. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Get the hotel, Pops told us, get the hotel. Pops told us to fly, and he said, I'll just pick y'all up from the airport. I was like, Pop, then that's wild. But now, when I think about it, that's a quick hop. That's a 30 minute flight from, that's not from too bad. To, to Dallas. And that's nothing, bro. And the tickets ain't that crazy. Like, that's bro, like a maybe. Because that's a common depending. flight. That's a oh, common yeah. flight. You know what I'm Daily. saying? Like, yeah. When I, at that's the why time, I be trying to tell my parents, bro. Like, 30 minutes to go to. That's, bro, that's easy. Easy. Bro, just three hours. Even, you don't even have to check no bags in, no nothing. Oh, we just going. Know, we can just get straight on, man. TSA going to be easy. Yeah. Like, have your little carry on, whatever you need. Yeah, I was done. Yeah. At the time, I was like, Paul, you tripping, bro. But now I think about it, like, nah, that was probably a better option. Time is money, man. Because, bro, I did fall asleep on the interstate and I was in. I was in oh, the no. right lane, bro. We woke up in the left lane. Oh, I no. was out, bro. Like, oh yeah, I'm, bro. I'm not somebody that's like behind the wheel. Like, I'll, I'll fall asleep, bro. We'll end up in a ditch together. Nah, like, not me. Nah, I know who's gonna be driving for fishing trips. Not yeah. you. I'll be out, bro. I'll drive the first shift. I got first shift all day. Easy money. Mm. Mariah be like, I can't even fall asleep when we on the interstate because I know you gonna be asleep. Oh no, it's tough, right? But your shift is coming up, so you better get some sleep. <laughs> get some rest. You better get some sleep. Get some rest. Cause I'll let you know I'm passing this thing up. But yeah, man. Um, we talked about what the podcast did for us last week, but that's on the episodes, man. That's mm. that's a wild accomplishment, man. I would say that you know, say I want a million subscribers to go with it, but you know, I got to be grateful for where we at, man. Came a long way. Came a long, came a way, long way, man. Way. Golly, came a long way. So mm. I love the pod, man. Rate, comment, five stars, audio listeners, non-existent, YouTube, we appreciate you. YouTube, we appreciate you, man. Golly, man. Man, Shout out to the pod, man, Man, for real. Appreciate you guys having me, man. It's been a blessing. A hundred episodes, man. That's a blessing in itself, man. It's a blessing. Yeah, man, we got my brother Zyla, man, you know, doing this whole thing with me. Rocking together, man, this. Scotty, all the guests that have been on the pod, man, we appreciate y'all 100%, man. So, you already know the deal, man. Whatever platform that you're listening to this on, like, comment, subscribe, leave us a five-star review. 
and I'll get to share with somebody because support is gladly appreciated, man. So like I said, I'm Coach Woods. We got the finalizer on this joint, man. We got Scotty. To the next one, y'all. Be easy. Be Peace. easy.